Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. We're back today with our good friend, Tom Donnan. Every time Tom comes on, we talk about end time events as compared to current events that you see in the news. I mean, we see the correlations. We see them happening live right in front of our very eyes. But the question is, is anyone listening? That's the million dollar question today. Well, to get into this topic, help me welcome back to the program our good friend, Tom Dunn. And Tom, thanks for coming back on and sharing with us your insights into what we see happening in the news and the world around us as we're being led more or less by the collar right into the end times. I appreciate you coming back on. Well, Pastor Bob, thanks for having me. You know, we always have a good time when we have these conversations. You know, the thing is, is that what we try to do is is to have people be aware of what's going on around us because we want them to then focus their hearts, their minds, their spirits upon the Lord. It says in scripture, if we lift up Jesus, he will draw all men unto him. And that's the focus that we try to do is to uh, let people see, hey, what's going on and what direction are we moving in and how is it changing our lives, affecting our lives or about to affect our lives? And that is the scary thing. You know, I've I've been having a hard time getting ready. You know, I canceled once uh, with you and I haven't done that before. Mm -hmm. And the reason is, is is that I'm just so overwhelmed. We talked about acceleration. I'm shocked. Yeah. Things are accelerating so fast you can't even keep up with it because you got one issue over here that you think to yourself, oh man, this is this is really hard and devastating. And at the same time, two other categories pop up that are just as intense, you know, and it's like my mind is overwhelmed with all the change that is going on and it's hard to process it. Now, sometimes I get a little discouraged because of what I see happening. But at the same time, I'm watching these YouTubes and videos of, of spiritual greats, let's say. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about the advent of the move of God that we are we have been anticipating for some time, you know, and we want to see happen because we need the, the Holy Spirit to be in the hearts and souls of a lot of people because then they have the goodness of God in them. You know, when they have the goodness of God in them, then it helps to see, you know, change their minds and their perspective. Their eyes are open. Their ears are open, you know, and then they realize, oh, gee. Where are we in the timeline? And that's what you and I talk about all the time. Yeah. Where are we in the timeline? That's right. Amen. And the word we use is convergence. All these things wow. and the Bible said, this will happen and this will happen and this will happen and this will happen. And we've seen, you know, there's been earthquakes and volcanoes and all that stuff, you know, time in the millenniums, you know, but they're all happening the same time now. You know, it used to be, oh, wars. Okay. And disasters okay and economic problems look but they're just bam 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 uh-huh. it's, it's you know one after another it's like a machine gun instead of instead of sniper dealing with sniper rifles you're dealing with machine gun nests now you know and uh it's 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 huge you know but that takes us back to the whole focus of all this is to lead people to the throne of grace and mercy 
And, you know, sometimes people wonder, you know, well, you know, is there, is it really going to matter? Does it matter at all? But you have a story. You shared with me a unique story about a guy named Harry T and how one decision he made changed his entire family heritage. Will you explain that for us? All right. So as being a writer, you know, the thing is, is that uh, um, and, and an author is to influence people. Right. OK. Now, surprisingly, how seldom. Uh, authors will get a note back from somebody who has read their book. So you really don't know. So this is kind of like a victory, you know? And the thing is, is that when I first got um, my shipment, shipment, I'm getting tongue tied now. Shipment of books is that I sent a a whole box of books down to Southern Illinois uh, to a friend, Pastor Marvin, and he had distributed it throughout his area in the Fairfield, Illinois. He was there at the time he's moved on. And so, um, and one of the books got into a hand, hands of a man named Harry T, I'm going to call him. His first name is Harry and his last name starts with T. And so he had read the book. And the reason is, is that healing the nation we're talking about. And uh, the Lord had showed me in 2010, he brought me into the future. Now that can stir up a lot of stuff right there when you say God brought you to the future. But it was so devastating. My life has been turned upside down. My focus is trying to prevent the things that I saw and lived from happening. And that's where... You know, we get to like today, we're talking about having these conversations because I want to see the the things that I experienced be averted to a godly decision. So here's where the victory is. This man, Harry, he had gotten a copy of the book. And when he went through the book, he had seen that the, there was evidence that the Holy Spirit was with the message. And he got to the point where he was reading the stories about the devastation that is coming and uh, how America is going to be uh, invaded. No, uh, the elitists take over. There's an invasion, two different major sources that take place. Uh, The Lord had showed me so many different things in 2010. It was very traumatic. So but Harry had read the book and he was so impacted that he decided he needed to have a change of his life because he was backslidden. Right. So here in his community, he's driving around trying to find a church that's open on a Wednesday. Right. For a Wednesday night service. Yeah. So I have no idea how long Harry drove around. But what happened is that he found one and he went in there and they had a prayer group meeting going on and he pleaded with them. I need to have prayer. I need to repent of my life. I need to have this so that he then can change the destiny that he was on. His his life was moving in the wrong direction. Yeah. You know, Amen. Yeah. And he had prayed and God met him and met him so much that his life was turned around. And I actually met him um, probably about two or three years later at a conference down in southern Illinois. And uh, the guy is just like beaming because he became a supernatural life. You know, he's flowing in the stuff that's going on. And now I I'm going to put a caveat in here. You see, when we live for Jesus Christ, we love him and we want to serve him. Right. But in doing the service, there are unintended uh, rewards that come, you see. So when we have that love and with service, that, then we are putting in a bank account in heaven. So what happens is that um, Harry has now got 10 years of a bank account because he has been living the life, serving the Lord, and he has um, turned his life towards ministry, you know, just reaching out to other people. So uh, probably about two years afterwards, I was in Fairfield, Illinois with Pastor Phil, and we were down there ministering, and there was this young woman that was having dreams and visions. She was probably in her late teens, early 20s, 
And she didn't uh, have a good understanding. So people connected me with her and I started to give her just a little bit of help. Once I gave her a little bit of help, man, she was off and running. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. I was stunned about six months later. I found out it's Harry's granddaughter. Amen. It's Harry's Amen. granddaughter. Right. And then I also found out that he has a grandson that was I think I think he said that he was playing the drums in church uh, for the service. And you see what happened is that it affected his family. You know, the salvation came to him and his household. And then they right. are now walking in this heritage. Exactly. And it was absolutely amazing, the transformation. This is like a success story. Yeah, and it's a very, very exciting to see that happen. Amen. So now with Pastor Marvin, his wife, Connie, and I have talked on a number of occasions. And she, too, had been brought to the future where she had seen an invasion taking place. Mm. And when that uh, hit her, you know, that's, again, is life changing. So there was a connection there. And I think what happened is that because we have had this blessing from the Lord, um, there was a, a, a relationship, a friendship forged because of that. So with Pastor Marvin and Harry T., uh, there was an influence that took place. And that's part of the reward of being the author. Yeah. Amen. And like I said, it's not often that you get feedback like that uh, on a book. I mean, it, you know, I remember talking with uh, Mike Pence when he was just a congressman. And uh, talking with him, and he said that, you know, I asked him a question about, do, you know, you guys actually, does, when someone reaches out to your office about a certain issue, does that really impact how you vote? He goes, oh, absolutely. He said, if, if the statistics have proven that only one in about 5,000 constituents will actually reach out about a, a subject. And he said, if we get, you know, massive amounts of contacts about a certain bill, that definitely influences. Because if we get, say, 100 of those, that represents 50,000 people. Oh. And uh, he says, so 500,000 people, I guess would be 100. But he said, it definitely impacts uh, what, what they Great. look at on how they're, how they're going to vote. So, so this is, a, you know, when you get one person out of all the copies that you sold reach out, that means that book is imp impactful. And that's awesome. That is awesome. But let me ask you this. You know, in the days of Noah, as he was building the ark, he was sharing what was going to happen, what the Lord had told him was going to happen, even though it hadn't happened yet. Nobody believed him. They were probably mocking him, making fun of him, until the rain started. And then suddenly everybody started paying attention. But it was too late then. It kind of reminds me of... Uh, the story Jesus told about the wedding parables, you know, the, the, the 10 virgins. He said they were supposed to stay awake, but the Bible says all were sleeping. The only difference, though, was the wise maidens had their lamps filled with oil and they were ready. The others were not. And the ones that were not were not allowed in to enter the feast in the end. Right. But they were all asleep, even the ones who were prepared. And that's kind of how we are as a nation today. I mean, we have the Christians and those unbelievers, but really everybody is asleep at the wheel right now almost. And, and you know, thank God the ones that are prepared are prepared, but they should have been just like those wise virgins. They should have been sharing, hey, you know, you guys need to go get some oil. If you, you don't have oil, you got to go get some because pretty soon he's coming, you know. And I don't think that's happening today in the church, but the question is, that we started this broadcast with today is, anyone listening today? I'll, I'll let you take it from there. It's kind of uh, uh, disturbing, to say the least. 
So, and it, it doesn't help the fact that I've had numerous dreams over, let's say the last six months. And the dreams are, is, is that I'm trying to move in the spiritual realm to, to correct the problem, right? So that the, the function of moving higher and lower in the spiritual realm can operate. And as I, I am trying to fix the problem, I have somebody who is there assisting me and I'm saying, okay, a little bit higher, a little bit lower. And then I go feet, if not, you know, 10 feet higher, you know, and I'm thinking, stop, stop. I'm telling a person, stop, stop. Right. And they don't stop. And so this is the type of dream that I have in a variety of different ways. And the thing is, is that the question comes, is anybody listening? Right. And, and really, when you look at it, no, there's not a whole lot of listening going on, just like in the days of Noah is that it's not, it wasn't impacting them until the rain started to get like waist deep. You know, there, people were thinking, you know, now it's getting serious and that their lives were in jeopardy. And so that's the frustrating part is, is that you have a message that you're trying to warn people. We don't want to see, we don't want to see people suffering. We want to see them prepared and not be caught off guard. I don't know how successful you and I have been over the last couple of years uh, to have this take place. But now it's getting to the point where um, I'm so frustrated because I, I don't see people listening. And part of that is I've had this discussion with some people at the, uh, we're just talking about being at the warehouse at the Morningstar Mission. And um, I've been having this conversation over there about um, the thing about having people uh, listen. You know? and, and the thing is, is trying to to reach people, but you see, I'm like an Amos, right? Okay, so God gave me a platform through being an author, right? But I'm like an Amos where you go to people, they want credentials. You know, do you got a degree? Do you have a you know, master's degree, PhD? You got this. And if you don't have it, people discount you right away because you're not, you know, uh, knowledgeable or an expert. And so, but I do have 40 years of experience with the Lord. And in those experiences, it really comes beneficial when I am on Need Him Ministries. I just had a man the other day. You wouldn't believe this. He came in from India and he wanted to to be saved, but he said, I want to convert. And it took about 10 minutes to get him to see, no, this isn't about converting from one religion to another. It's about a relationship. And then he's like saying, let's do this. Let's do this. So I led him through the prayer of salvation and um. And then a a couple other prayers. And then I asked him, I said, did you feel the Holy Spirit when you prayed these prayers? And he goes, yes. He says, I got like goosebumps. I feel power. You know, and it's like, okay, what's going on here now? This is not the normal conversation. Right. So after about an hour of this, I finally asked him, I said, did Jesus appear to you in a dream? Right. And now this guy is like knocked out of his chair. Uh, Yes, he did. And this is what started this whole thing. You see, God sovereignly appeared to him in a manifest dream, which then started him on this path by which he had to solve this problem, right? Amen. And so now he is like a thirsty sponge. He's got this spiritual life flowing into him from this guy that's on the other side of the world, you know, and he is just absorbing it up. And then it's just like Jesus saying, there's not many things that happen in Nazareth because I came, you know, I came from that area. And so uh, right around here, I get a little frustrated because I'm just a regular guy. I'm like Amos. And then uh, it it does 
I would just say it frustrate me a little bit because I got stuff I want to share. But it comes back to this thing. If I'm not an expert, people just say, well, you know, he's just another guy. And I don't without the manifestation or the uh, demonstration of the board, without that credibility, uh, it doesn't really go too far. So I don't know how to explain that. But that's something that's been going on that I've been thinking about. And is anybody listening? That's my question. Right. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, it is so cool when, you know, like I get feedback on YouTube or something from, uh, you know, because every Sunday my broadcast is live streamed on Evangelism Radio, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, two different platforms of Facebook and and all that. And whenever I get comments on like, wow, that was really good or something like that. Again, I go back to what Mike Pence said, you know, I, I don't know how many people got to see it. You know, you look at the views and all that, you know, maybe a hundred people watched the video, but one person just left a comment, you know, it's like, yeah. praise the Lord. You know, <laughs> It's so good when, when they do feedback, but then, you know, you get the, the ones who discredit you, you know, at the same time and, and all you can do is pray for them. I mean, you know, they're not going to dissuade me from what I'm saying. They're not going to dissuade me from what I believe and what I'm preaching because all I'm doing is sharing the word and, you know, 2023, as I, I I try and stick with a theme all year. I mean, you're only talking 52 messages, you know, but because uh, it's my Sunday morning broadcast. So, you know, about September, October, I start really praying hard about what the next year uh, is uh, the what I'm going to focus on, you know, the Holy Spirit on healings or whatever. And this year was end times, you know, and that's every Sunday we've been preaching about the end times. And a lot of a lot of the material comes from our discussions. So, <laughs> but uh, but you know it, it's you know it is not being well. What's the word, Lord? Uh, it's not the feel good messages that people want. You know, this is the one like get ready. You know, like you just got done talking about the invasion. You know, we discussed that invasion, the coming invasion, and we see it. We see the elements behind it. We've been talking about this for a couple of years now, and now suddenly it's starting to line up. You know, I mean, it's 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 you know it it's about to happen. Matter of fact, Glenn Beck uh, had a video recently where he discussed warnings that America has received but ignored. Can you talk about that video for us a little bit? You know, okay, so it's one of his. Most, I would say, unique in his expressions. And the reason is, is because he's speechless. He's having a hard time uh, saying the words. He's got gaps. He's got 10, 15 second gaps between his words because he, he just doesn't know what to say anymore. I mean, his heart is bleeding. It's bleeding because he's been trying to reach people, trying to get them prepared. And the hope really is, is that if we could really touch and there'd be a, a sweep of a movement, maybe we could change the outcome. That's the whole point, you know, and it gets to the finally down to about the nine minute mark, maybe the nine and a nine and a half minute mark. Then finally he starts picking up his conversation, but he's distraught. He's distraught because there's no holding back what's coming out. I can't see anything holding it back. And it's so close. It's right at the door that, um, and some people are already in this. But yeah. it's going to affect all of our lives. And there may be some time to still prepare. No, but yet when you look what's going on in the Middle East and you see Israel under attack now from yeah. three different sides, yeah. 
You have arms that are being sent in different directions. You have, um, there was a a YouTube that I was watching. This was an older one where a a Russian submarine had surfaced off off the side of an aircraft carrier. They didn't even know it was there, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. You know, they have technology that they that we haven't been able to pick up on how to track them. And so that is like really scary. And so the, the how would you say, it? Uh, the nuclear peace treaty that uh, Putin said that, okay, we're not, we're, we're coming out of that now, yeah. you know? And so the escalation of doomsday clock continues to get closer to midnight, you know? And then it's the dollar. The dollar is on the verge of collapsing. Oh, yeah. We talked about yeah. zombie banks a couple of years ago. Yeah. No. Yeah. And now they're starting to have serious trouble and starting to fold under pressure. Yeah. Amen. I mean, since we talked last time, there have been some major things happening. And the most notable is the recent banking collapse. I mean, you know, share with us some information on this banking crisis and how that's going to lead to another housing crisis. Well, OK, so well, before you get in, let me well, yeah. no, go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead first. <laughs> I, I okay. want to ask another question after we get done. So. All right. Well, all right. And so when I was young whippersnapper, um, my friends were into the stock market and I threw myself into learning about how the stock market worked. Well, the way that it does work and function freely is not how it works today, right? It's completely manipulated. And so the thing is, is that they have leverage, Right. They usually have a 10 to 1 leverage where if you have you know $100,000 in savings or people contribute to it, that means that you can then uh, lend out a million dollars. Right. Well, that's that leveraging. Well, the leveraging uh, is supposed to have common sense to it. Right. But when they start leveraging like uh, 100%, right, well, then what do they do when they have the interest rate being affected? The interest rate means that it changes that whole dynamic. And so then they have to have, in order to stay solvent, they need to have a certain amount of money in the bank. So what did the government do? They opened up a counter by which if you needed money overnight, we're going to lend you the money overnight. It's not supposed to happen that way. Well, they were only going to do it for a couple of days. Well, now it's been a couple of years. And now it's totally out of sight, right? To where the liquidity is not there, right? And they don't have the money to back it up. And that's what happens is that now they become insolvent and people start wanting their money and now they have to sell assets. The problem with selling the assets is, is they're only getting a certain amount of money on the dollar. Yeah. Right. Amen. So if they're hoping for, you know, a hundred cents on the dollar, they have to sell this really fast and they're only getting 75 cents on the dollar. So now they don't have the assets and then they become insolvent and then they have to close the doors. Yeah. Right. So as the interest rates on these different things are going up, the uh, office space, office buildings are taking a huge hit right now. No, as I've been listening to them over the last couple of days in the in the YouTubes, and um, and so now that is starting to crash. Now, as those crash, those banks that are connected to it are now becoming insolvent, right? And now it's spreading into the housing markets to where um, you remember the Fannie Mae, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac debacle. Just lend it to everybody. We don't yep. care if they can pay it back, right? Yeah. And then, bam, it sank, yep. right? So now we're at the same place where in the housing market that there are risky loans that they're trying to bundle and sell them to people because they don't want to absorb the risk if it goes bad. And we're on the verge of having evictions and, and uh, mass sell-offs of homes, um, not in Florida, though, 
I was just talking to my friend down there in Florida. They are building like crazy because everybody seems to want to live in Florida because I consider it to be the free state, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So as this, you know, what do they what do they call that? Um, when you take out, uh, well, I don't want to go down that rabbit trail. But the thing is, is that the banks are interconnected. So as one starts to uh, falter, then others start to falter. And did they make risky investments? That's the question. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I seen a news report just a day or so ago that discussed also how banks are now losing money on the mortgage loans because a lot of loans were locked in at that two, 3% interest rate. Ours is right. And the bank's expenses are now exceeding the interest income from the loans. So they're losing money on every single one of them now. And and this is going to affect the housing crisis. Uh, You know, I mean, is the house, if there was another housing crisis, and there will be, I mean, that's what all the experts are saying right now. It's on the, is this going to, are we on the verge of killing what remains of our economy because of the housing crisis? Oh, all right. So, you know, I just had somebody say it in a way the other day, probably yesterday, that we have grown up with our currency being the world reserve currency, right? So we don't know anything else. So when when we are having, uh, that comes back to the YouTube that I saw years ago from Pastor Shane Warren, where he had an open eyed vision. And, it, and in his vision, he saw a hurricane and what was in the hurricane were dollar bills, right? They were just... Well, uh, blown in the wind. All right. So that was a warning. Now we're on the verge of that because as OPEC has cut back on oil production and is now buying and selling oil, not using the petrodollar, the reserve status, the reserve world status uh, for our currency is now slipping out from underneath us. And when that takes place, then we will be able to buy and sell goods within our country but in the world market, we're going to have to change our dollars into somebody else's currency in order to buy goods. And that's a huge thing. Yep. And so we're going to have we're seeing that erosion taking place. And of course, it's going to hit our pensions. It's going to hit our savings accounts. Um, the government's probably going to get involved because governments need to survive. And if they become at risk, what are they going to do? And who's going? Yeah. who knows what that will be? Yeah. Amen. Hey, folks, Pastor Bob here. We're all out of time for today's portion of this great interview with Tom Donnan. I I look forward every time Tom comes on. I mean, he has such insight and, and spiritual wisdom from uh, observing things and the Holy Spirit speaking to his heart. And there is absolutely no doubt that we are being given sign after sign after sign after sign that this nation is on the downslide and quickly accelerating. We're, that, that snowball is going to be almost impossible to stop now. We got, we're on the verge of a full-fledged avalanche taking this country down into the ravine. I mean, and it's going to wipe out everything in its path. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind. But there's still hope with Jesus. Amen. We may not be able to survive as a nation, but we can survive individually, collectively, with our own souls, praying for our family. But folks, I pray that the question we started this broadcast with today, is anyone listening? And that's the question that remains. Are you listening? You need to share this episode out with your friends and family. Let them know that the day and time we are living in is depicted in the Bible throughout 
we are living in the end days. Amen. This is just part one of a great two-part interview with Tom. You need to come back tomorrow in this very next episode and hear the conclusion because we, we're getting into some good stuff right now. Amen. Till then, this Pastor Bob reminded be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.